This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Um, welcome back. Uh, the, a comment that's just come up um, that's quite interesting that I thought and this is something you talk about wingers. I think you're right, Joe, hundred percent. Adam Mayer down the left-hand side could get a real look in. I, I, I think Harris will be looking for balance and width from, uh, from both sides. This, which is what we've kind of been saying for a while, Brooke Norton, Cuffy, right mid, Danny Mac, right back. I think that is a, an absolute certainty um, down the right-hand side. If you're playing four, four, two, that's the, that's the combination that I would go with. And I think, I'm not. I'm not. I don't do comparing players and, or anything like that. But I think Neil Harris has always, as you say, in teams he's played with or managed. You know, he he brought Jed Wallace to the club. He wants wingers. He wants people taking taking players on. Adam May will do it on the left. Brooke Norton Cuffey will certainly do it on the right. So yeah. I think can we I, might be I okay ask, with wingers. Then where where does that leave Idemo? Because I think at the moment it's quite hard to justify not really having him. In the he, he, he'll probably he'll probably come off the bench. To be you fair, think he, you I, think he isn't warranting a start. I, well, I think I don't think he'll start immediately. Because let's be honest, Neil Harris wouldn't know who the fuck Idemo is really, would he? So I think he'll probably start off on the bench. He'll go with the more experienced start off with, as you said, possibly Bradshaw and Fleming uh, up front. But all it takes is is a couple of substitute appearances. Yeah, he can see what he's going to do. How he lifts the crowd, take players on, creates chances, and then he'll probably get a chance in the, in the first team. But I think initially. Players like SA and Maku will probably sit on the bench, start off yeah. with, and they have to earn their right to, to play under Neil Harris. Yeah, it's, it's going to be with what he, it's, he's going to go with what he knows first, isn't he? Yeah, that's, that's, absolutely. That's the main thing. And, and one thing's for certain, I can guarantee you, the first player that he will put on that starting sheet is Danny McNamara. I guarantee yeah. you that because he wants someone out there who's Mr. Millwall. He wants someone who's going to put tackles in, be determined. You know, there's no way he'll play Norton Cuffey right back uh, or, or anyone else for that matter, unless, you know, Danny's injured, he'll probably play the end of there. But Danny McNamara is the sort of person I think he would go for. He wants someone in there to show the others what they're expecting, what, what he'll want from them as a player. So, so uh, on the back of that, then, where do we go on, on the pairing at centre-half? Because mm. outside of Cooper and with Hutchison being injured, there isn't a centre-half at the club that Harris knows. Now, I know Tanganga's got this pedigree coming from the Premier League. Harding come in, had a slight resurgence and played well to start with. But so um, on that decision, who do you play alongside Cooper? Assuming Cooper is obviously the one to start for the for Harris's I know you kind of formation. Yeah. I mean, personally, sorry, sorry to interrupt there, guys. If I was to answer that question, personally, I wouldn't play Cooper. Um, as great as, as Coop's been for us, he's been a great servant. Um I think football's evolved now. The championship is a, a difficult league. There's lots of fast, athletic strikers you're yeah. playing against. And we've seen so many times him getting, getting caught out, um, which, which is quite remarkable because you look at all the goals we've conceded, the last 13 goals. We did a piece on it um, online. Cooper is not really to blame for many of those. Most mm. of the problems have come from Joe, Joe Bryan or Wes Harding or um, yeah, one or two other players. But Cooper hasn't really put a foot wrong. But what he does, he creates the problems. Yeah. By him stepping out up to up yeah. the pitch or letting a player go past him, he creates problems. So I would go with uh, Ryan Leonard and Tanganga as a, as a centre-half part, partnering. Um, to your question, Jay, I think Neil will go with, with Cooper because he'll go with someone who he's trying to test yeah. it. Hutch not being available, who's going to be the partner? He'll probably go with Tanganga. Although 
everything's telling him to go with someone like Ryan Leonard, who's, again, a bit of Mr. Millwall sort of player, I can't help but feel you can't deny that Tanganga is from a better pedigree. He's a premiership player. You know, however you want to, you want to paint it up, he comes from, from a premiership pedigree. And I yeah. think he'll, he'll use him as he's at his disposal. Do you know what? Do you know what? I don't think he would do this, but I, do, this is what I think I'd do, to be honest. I would take Cooper out of the team. Um, he's not playing very well. We're, we're coming on to the captain talk in a minute, but he's not He's not a captain. I think that's blatantly obvious. Mm. I would put Tanganga at left-back, to be honest, because we're just getting rinsed down that side week in, week out, playing Murray, Wallace and Joe Bryan. I, I would see what Tanganga could do down there. He's got mm. the pace. He's got the physicality. True. I think I'd probably go with him there. I'd then probably move Murray Wallace back into the centre centre half position because I think he looks a little bit more comfortable there. I was going to uh, say that he did that under Harris quite yeah. a lot as well, and he was a he was a real good performer under Harris. So, I know he's got some more tread yeah. on the tyres, but that would be the logical um, thing that I would do for Harris's peace of mind of what he knows he can get out of these players playing them both together as centre half. Uh, they've done it a lot before under Harris. I think that could be the way he goes. Yeah, I think so I think Cooper on the bench. I think Le- I think it's got to be Leonard and uh, Murray. I'd pick Mar- Leonard and Murray Wallace personally with Tanganga at left back, Danny Mac right back because the back four this weekend. Personally, I- I'll be honest with you. I actually thought on Saturday, and I know um, Sheffield Wednesday stepped off us a little bit, and the game just kind of petered out. But I thought Danny McNamara shifting over to left back was left an interesting back, yeah. um, was an interesting proposition. Look. We all know he's a right back, and I don't like. I'm not a fan of having a left, uh, a right-footed left back. But if you wanted to, if you if you wasn't sure on Murray Wallace because of his pace, you don't have Joe Bryan, who I don't really think Joe Bryan is a Neil Harris type player. I don't see. No. There was a comment about Bryan saying, "Would he run through? Um, would it? <laughs> there it is. That will Joe Bryan get off his Starbucks for Sir, for Sir Harris run through walls? <laughs> I don't. I don't think he would. And I don't. I just don't. I just don't see that personally. So. The option you've got, the option, you, the option you've got is Danny McNamara shifting over or putting a centre half out there. Tanganga possibly, but I, I wouldn't be adverse to it because I think you could see the likes of maybe Leonard or even Tanganga being more comfortable if he's not playing at centre half, playing on the right hand side rather than putting putting him out on the left. I, I. I I think you're right, Joe, when you say that he'll go with tried and tested and I think Jake Cooper will play at the back um, mm. on Saturday. I don't agree with it and I don't particularly want that to be the case. There was a comment that was put up earlier about but about, Joe, um, about Jake Cooper walking down the tunnel at full time like he did on Saturday. That's not what you do at this football club. And not it's as certainly a captain, not what no. you do. Yeah, it's certainly not what you do as a captain of this football mm. club, which leads us on very nicely to the captaincy um there's not really a lot of contenders um, there isn't is there? slightly concerning yeah. especially when harris so, said in his speech about leadership as well yeah absolutely and that's that's <laughs> what um that's what i have a little bit of a concern with because until hutchinson's back i think hutchinson will take the armband whenever he's back but he's not we know he's not going to be back for a couple of weeks does he leave it with Cooper? Does he give it to someone else? For me, someone who's going to play every single week, in my opinion, in this team in the middle, someone who's got a little bit of bite and a little bit of fight in the middle would be George Honeyman. Um, he would be my captain. And I think he's the sort of player that um, Neil Harris would absolutely love in his team. Someone who doesn't give up that that never say die attitude. Any thoughts on that or other names into the hat? Wasn't George Honeyman captain at Hull? I'm not, I'm not saying for the whole and Sunderland as well, and he's quite young at Sunderland to be fair. And he's given that captaincy, which is a big, a big arse of, of a young player. Um, I, I, I wouldn't dis, you know disagree with that. I think Honeyman would be someone who would play with for the armband and, and lead by example. Um, I quite like the idea of Zian Fleming being captain. Um, only reason being is he's arguably one of our best players. And uh, the last four, three or four games, you can see. He's got a bit of an appetite. There's certain a bit, a bit, a bit of bite about, a bit of fire in his belly. He's trying to help us. And in, in, in recent games, he's probably been the only player that looks like he's he's even trying, you know, which is great. And I can't help but feel someone like Zian Fleming, who might have a bit of an ego. Let's be honest. Yeah, he, he probably knows he's, he's, a, he's a good player. He's quite a confident player. Having that armband will probably give another five ten percent out of him as well, which is quite you know exciting to see what 
more can than Zian Fleming do. So I wouldn't be surprised to see Zian Fleming get the armband as well. But I, I think you're right. Cooper will probably get it or Hutchinson by default if they're fit and available. Um, and uh, yeah, that's, that's basically how, how, how it would be. Jay, any uh, other yeah. names to throw into the hat? Um, some few people have mentioned George Savile, and and I'm pretty on board with George Savile. Um, I don't think he will start under Neil Harris, which True. is probably why he will he, he won't be. But Savile does show that fight on the field sometimes. You know, he's when he took that player out at Norwich. You know, when he was going for a goal, he's always in the referee's ear. He's always mm. niggling at other players. Savile has got that about him. I just don't think he's going to start. Joe's exactly right with what he said, and I agree 100%. Zian Fleming, before the Sheffield Wednesday game, put out a um, script, a picture of himself with his arm around the, the, his teammates, his shirt on show, saying, look, this is a massive game. We need to get up with this. We need everyone together. Bit of a captain's mentality. He throws himself about. He gets stuck in. He's very physical. He, he's our, let's face it, our best player. He's, he's underwhelmed from last year. Still mm. leads the team in assists, uh, goals, chances created, and so on. I think with what Joe said, he's absolutely right. He will get an extra 5%, 10% out of him. I think he will relish it. I think he will um, take it with open arms. And I, I think he will be the best candidate out there because he's going to probably start every game. Mm. I don't think Neil Harris is going to drop someone like that purely because he hasn't had a player like that. This is right. a whole new set of toys for Neil Harris. As <laughs> for Denore's and Zian Fleming's, you don't just sit him to the side to play, to play your mates, you know. <laughs> um, I like the honeymoon debate. I really do. I think he gets stuck in more than anyone. He has an engine. He has a bit of a better Ben Thompson vibe about him. I thought Harris loved that about Ben Thompson, that he had that real short man energy, that he was all around the pitch and he'd give 110%. Mm. I think honeymoon would be the one that starts with Casper um, Denore. And I'll toss it up between, if I was to put names on it, three names in the hat would be Zian. Honeyman and, and Sav, to be fair. What, what about Leonard, Jay? How do you feel about Ryan Leonard being captain? Just don't, I just don't think Leonard can... I, I love Leonard for, for what he does for us. He's, I think he's first name on the team sheet if he's mm. fit. I think he's fantastic. I don't really see him talking too much. I think people may think of Leonard as a longevity mm. thing. He's been here for a while. And there's that um, bit of love for Leonard. You know, I think they're thinking yeah. more with their heart rather than being realistic as is he a leader is he a captain mm. um there's also the question up as if if harris does play four at the back where does leonard fit into that does he mm. be the first name in midfield next to casper denore or do we play him at a right back or a center half so there's there's the questions up in the air i think with leonard starting place um so for that reason i don't think he would be above the players that we've already mentioned and also, I think, you know, to your point there, you know, to pick a captain, you've you've got to be, apart from being a very influential player, of course, and, and a starter, you have to be a presence on, yeah. on the field. And I uh, agree with you. I think someone like Zian Fleming is that presence. Yeah. You know, I can, I can see other teams looking and thinking, wow, this guy's their best player. You know, when we come to kickoff, he's the one there going for the toss, intimidating the opposition, yeah. then thinking, Jesus, like, look, look, I've got in front of me here, you know, and, and kind of driving the, the team. So, um, but yeah, yeah, it's a big decision Neil's got to make here. Does he take the captaincy and the vice captaincy of Hutch and Cooper this early? I, I can't see it happening because he, he'll want to get players on board at the moment. The last thing he wants to do is upset players. And, um, you know, the, these, these players, as you we, we probably all know, they can be quite childish. You know, they're, they're like a big bunch of kids sometimes, half of them, you know. And uh, taking an armband or someone will probably disrupt not just that player, but probably upset a few of their uh, them teammates yeah. as well, you know? Well, didn't, didn't Harris make Hutchinson captain in the first I think, place? I, I think, I think he did. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, good point. So, yeah. You know, and, and if he is only a few weeks away, I wouldn't give it to anyone else anyway. If, if the Hutchinson's back in the fold, oh, Hutchinson's yeah. the captain. Because 100%. we raised this on Saturday that Cooper, for all of the mistakes he's made, you know, and, and people are up in the air about Cooper. When he plays with Sean Hutchinson, he's a completely different centre-half and we are a completely different defence. We're so much better because of Hutchinson. He was even the same when Cooper played with Creswell. When he's got someone physical, someone who talks right next to him, who can keep him in check, Cooper's fantastic. Ooh, now, right. if, if Hutchinson comes back into fold, if, I, I don't really, does anybody know how, how far his setback is? Now, is he scheduled to come back in the next couple of weeks? I think that, I think well, they said it a few weeks, and that was about almost a week ago, wasn't it? I think he's a few weeks away. So I'm guessing he's like anything from two yeah. to three 
two to three weeks. I've just seen that comment there from uh, Le, Le Bleu. Uh, bonjour. Uh, I'm pretty sure I am. Um, it was you that I saw. Just remind me if it was by the blue bus uh, on, um, on, when was it? On Sunday. When was it Sunday? Our last game? Saturday. Saturday. Oh, Saturday. Saturday. Um, so, yeah, good, good to meet you if it was you. Mm-hmm. I think you said it was you. Uh, I think I made a comment to you saying you're the you're the guy that gives me abuse online all the time. So if it is you, yeah, let me know. But uh, no, that, that's good. I think you know. I it guess was it, Joe. There you go. It was okay, mate. Yeah. Okay, good to meet you, mate. Um, no, I I just don't think that um, the the captaincy at the moment is going to change at, at all. And and I agree with what the guy is saying there. And and Jay, if Hutch is available, yeah, and and plays, he, he's captain. It's a bit of a no a no brainer. Um, but I think at the moment, what we need is everyone out there to be a captain, don't we? We all yeah. want everybody to uh, perform with or without that captaincy armband on. It's a little bit irrelevant who's got it. We just need someone out there, a, a team of leaders that are going to play for each other, fight for each other. And, yeah. and as Harris said earlier in his video, fight for the badge. And I love that. I never heard Rowett or Joe Edwards in the last four or five years mention that sentence, mm-hmm. fight for the badge. Or fight for the shirt. You never heard that mentioned before, have 100%, you? Hundred percent. Hundred percent. And just before we carry on, and yes, I know I'm going to bore people to death with this quickly. And um, I, one of our uh, one of our kind listeners, um, John Reynolds, who's a friend of mine, is, is season ticket holder. A lot of you would probably know him. Um, actually, um, on the back of my charity gaming stuff, um, wanted to help out with some raise some more funds, and he donated to me. Byron Webster's signed shirt from um, Tony Craig's testimonial. Um, oh. I'm putting it out for a raffle. Uh, the link is uh, going into um, into the chat now. If you want to enter, pop that into um, into your web browser. It's five pound a ticket. All the money goes to mine charity. Uh, I've got all the authenticity uh, certificate and stuff like that. So if you're into so, memorabilia, so just, just to clarify, it's not a Bromley shirt, is it? No, it's uh, one second. One second. Can you can, can you show oh, us, Stephen? Yeah, yeah. I've got it. And yes, I've stood up and no, I'm not in shorts, guys. I know that's coming. <laughs> just, that's all you guys ever seem to go on about. Um, but to prove it's match worn as well. So look at that. As you can see, yellow, the, uh, beautiful yellow. Nice. Tony Craig's testimonial. Well. And as Love you can that. see, signed on the back speaking as well. Of, so speaking of tried and tested in Tony Craig, is he dusting his boots off? We're getting a contract ready for <laughs> Well, him. that's it. That, that leads me. That actually, Dan, leads me on very, very nicely. Do we think there was a lot of talk about other players? Aidan O'Brien commented and and all sorts of uh, rumours have been going around about Lee Gregory or anything like that. Do we expect Harris um, to bring in anybody else, potentially any old mates? Or do you think now, obviously, we're not going to be in the Do you think so? No, well, it'd be, I, I can't see it happening, to be honest with you, but if he could, he would. Um, I, I would have said Alan Dunn as well. Adams, the coaching staff, yeah. No, like Morrison won't give up being a number one. No, but yeah, we don't know how that's going to work out, whether he's going to stay much longer or not. If, if he does, the fair play to him. But if he's available, you know, we know how Morrison respects Neil Harris, you know, and uh, I wouldn't be surprised seeing part of our coaching set up, if it's just for a, six months or a season until he finds a management job somewhere else. Uh, you're all right, Connor. Um, I, I'll be honest with you. I don't think I don't think there'll be any old old older faces coming back. I think that you know it's the nostalgia. We get all of that kind of stuff. But I just mm. I personally think Neil Harris has come in. Yeah, it's an he's an older move, and, and we've gone back to um, you know Dave Livermore as well. But if Neil Harris is talking about how much experience he's gained and how much he's learned about football and management and this that and the other you have to you can only go on what he says i'm not so sure about those comments i feel like he didn't really need to say them considering that he's he has dropped down divisions but he says he's a different coach now so we have to take that on face value if Mm. you're a different person than what you were you don't go back to what you were you move on with what you've got and you stick with you you go with the players that you've got and you go in a different direction i know that might be contradictory because as a football club we've just appointed a manager that was our manager 5 years ago but in terms of if harris wants to wants to move forward and wants to be taken seriously i don't think he can be afforded to bring him back 
anybody mm. like that. He needs to be moving forward um, and and uh, and working with this group of players and, and go from there. Personally, also, also, just a quick question. I think you mentioned Steve in our WhatsApp group earlier. I don't want to put a downer on it or, or be negative in any way, shape, or form. But I think you made a good point on, on our group chat. How many managers have gone back to a team second time around and have done as well or better? You know, you can name any teams, whether it be Mourinho at Chelsea or, you know, there's not many, have they, that actually come back and kept that legacy going or done better or usually they come back and they're not quite as, as good as they were last time. It hasn't doesn't get quite worked out. Um, I really hope that Neil Harris breaks the mould in this one, you know. Um, but, yeah, there, there, there is no guarantees, but we're hoping that he'll, he'll pull some miracles for us and... The only thing I think with what you just said there, Joe, as well, is yeah. that a lot of managers that do that are, you know, quite seasoned. They've been around a yeah. long time. Your Roy Hodgson's, your Jose Mourinho's. Neil Harris is still a fairly young manager. You know, mm. he's still a fairly young guy. He's probably still adapted his trade. You know, getting the job with us to start with was, is, you know, a massive job for him. Mm. He's bounced around a little bit. I, I honestly do believe he's learnt a hell of a lot. Um, he's been in some bad situations. He's been in some good situations. And he's he's bounced around the leagues. I think if he does stay away from the four four two and shows us he has adapted, we don't know what type of coach New Harris is going to be because he is still a young coach. He could be the Millwall manager for the next couple of years. We he could keep us up. You know, they, I think that I think it's really out on Harris at the moment. I don't think anything is set in stone because he is such a young coach and still learning the job. So I'm I'm quite excited to see some change I think Harris could be doing that but as you said earlier if Harris goes 4-4-2 that's where we're yeah. at aren't we and, and he may not have or as he going 4-4-2 just because of the situation I don't think we could judge Harris on these mm. 13 games as such but the 18 month contract does does give a little bit of an indication of where we might go Mm. Absolutely. I, I, think, I think it's again we're going back to, to the short term aren't we? we don't need to think long term at the moment you know, short term we, we need to stay up we need to get a few wins this season to keep us safe and whatever happens happens in, in the future um, if he does go 4-4-2 what I would say is that these players albeit it's only been under what a few months under Joe Edwards coaching I'm sure a lot of these players have learnt a lot under Joe Edwards They've probably picked up some, some good stuff. Yeah, they've played some good football at times. We've seen it for ourselves. If Neil Harris wants to become a little bit more rigid and a little bit more direct and everything else, you're never going to make a, a good player a bad player, are you? You know, if, if there's a pass or if there's, a, if there's actually a player ball through the lines, they're going to do it. They're not going to go long just for sake of going long, are they? So maybe, you know, the, 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 the way that Joe Edwards got them playing with a little bit of more grit and fire and passion from Neil Harris is probably all we need in order for us to convert some of these losses to to, uh, to draws or wins, you know? So, um, yeah, we'll agree. see. Yeah, absolutely. And, and Dan, um, just something that I think um, I'm going to mention this and you're going to love it. And uh, we'll see what kind of reaction. You were at Plymouth away. Yes, I was. I and... Like <laughs> well, it's it's probably the uh, the uh, probably the longest running standing joke with you on the channel about Plymouth away. You were at Plymouth at least, away. At least we've managed to have a fucking joke this season, or something, <laughs> and not just our <laughs> We we were at Sheffield Wednesday away, uh, Watford away, which was um, you know two two, uh, which we were unlucky not to win. Do you think the the fact that we didn't we had the new manager bounce for one game under Joe Edwards and then it all kind of went wrong. Neil Harris has always been a new manager bounce type of uh type of character. He did it at Gillingham when he first went in. He did it at Cambridge when he first went in. I know he did that card as well before, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, I know I know things might have dropped off and then and people say about the style of football and I, I get that and I, I really do. But do you think perhaps that I know we were talking about this earlier, but do you think the new manager bounce going into an away game where we're not expected to get a lot? We're both we're both going. I think Joe, you said you were as well. Do you think do you think that the club have probably thought about that? That Harris does have this knack of coming in and getting a result early doors, and that's why it's now. Yeah, that's why I've lumped twenty quid on Jake Cooper anytime goal score a mill to win one nil, mate. So um Jake Cooper no, headed, wasn't it? Yeah, Jake Cooper headed, that was it. Um no. <laughs> 
yeah, he's he's got a good track record. He get he goes in places and gets results immediately. As we said at Cambridge, he has only been there for a short amount of time. Um, their fans are absolutely livid, by the way. I don't know yeah. if um anyone's been reading what um Cambridge. Yeah, I mentioned it know. earlier. They're fuming. They're, they're 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 really upset. Um, so, but yeah, I think it shows that he can go in. He can get results. See, he, he is a firefighter appointment. Um, at this point in time, there is no denying that. So. I think they've done it with that in mind. Obviously, if they brought in someone in a similar vein to Edwards, it's going to take time to implement that style. We don't have time. Harris is going to strip it back to quite basics. We, we're, we're assuming, well, we're assuming none of us have really see, seen um, too much of what he's played in, in these last few clubs. We know he's going to be stripped fairly back to basic. Um, might cover some, for some of the limitations of the team in, in other areas. It's interesting you say that, Dan. Sorry to jump in, but... That's what Edwards did that first game at Sheffield Wednesday away. He went 4-4-2. He went back to basics. And we played good football and we won the game resoundingly. And then he went away from it. Now, Harris, like you just said, is probably going to do something similar. If it does need the same result, is that the route we go down? Is that we go, this is obviously how the team can can progress playing this way. Do we match that for the rest of the season? Yeah. Just before we go... Sorry, Dan. Just before we... Danny Chapel, how many points do we honestly think we'll need to stay out? We will come back to that point. So um, that's something that we'll discuss a little bit later on. Sorry, Dan, go on. I've lost my train of thought now. Um... He, uh, talking about <laughs> Edwards playing, Edwards uh, started with oh, the 4 yeah. 2 and then changed. Listen, this, at, this point, at this point in time where we are, I know most of us were complaining about how shit Rowett's football was. At this point in time, for the rest of the season, it doesn't matter too much. We just need yeah. to focus on getting points. Doesn't matter how does it? We need to. Stay if, if we have if we have twenty percent possession and win one nil for every game of the season <laughs> uh, for the rest of the season, we're not exactly. that would be me. We'll probably be in the playoffs if we do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm clipping that. I'm absolutely clipping that. <laughs> um, well, if we could hold on to one nil leads, like we said earlier, we would make. We would probably be yeah. in the shot for the playoffs. Mm. I said we, we said it last um, on Saturday as well. We're first in the division. There's 24 points from winning positions. We've shown we can we can produce the, the formula to win a game. We just mm. can't see it out. The appointment of Harris is going to be, it will hopefully galvanise that and stop that from happening. If you could merge Harris and Edwards, you'd probably have the perfect coach. Mm. And, and also, what's interesting, sorry to interrupt you, Steve, what's Dad, also on, interesting on. is that Neil Harris as a player, uh, as a manager, always believes in hard work having fit players. Yeah. He did it when he, when he was younger as a player, when he had the likes of Stephen Reid, Tim Cahill, Paul Ifill, whatever. These players um, were, were good. Yes, technically weren't bad players, but it was all about effort. It's about desire, work rate, being fitter than your opposition. When he was a manager, he got his players doing that the same, same thing. That we were range- fit under Harris. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Really we were. For some reason, Absolutely. Yeah. And when, when Rout took over, I noticed there's a real decline in our fitness yeah. levels. We never, ever questioned our players' fitness levels until Rout took over. When Joe Edwards took over, I think he's helped it a little bit. We've all seen a bit of an improvement, but it isn't up to the levels no. of when Neil Harris in charge. I think Joe being Joe is talking about more about the technical part yeah. of it and how we're playing the football one of the things that neil harris will do is get that fitness level back up again i think another reason why we keep going ahead in games uh, and, and giving away you know sloppy goals at the end and making mistakes whatever i think a lot of that is down to fitness whether yeah. that be fatigue. you know fatigue exactly that and i think that's something that he'll probably work on again nothing's going to change over the next couple of days but over the next couple of weeks i think he will really push hard on fitness levels and getting players up to the level they're willing to be at and 100%. uh with, with this talented group of players we've got, 
add a little bit of fitness in that as well, it's quite frightening how can we can we can be under Harris, you know? Absolutely. And one before we um, we will come back to the um, how many points and, and whatnot. It's something I wanted to say. But this comment um, here from just what I'm going to put on this, uh, from Mike. Full house next home. And I'm, he's commented again to say uh, home game now. I think that's one of the things that bringing Neil Harris has done. There'll be people, whether they like it or not, whether they admit it or not, that will be buying a ticket for Watford at home because Neil Harris is Millwall manager. There's no yeah. two it ways about it. I, mm. I don't care what anyone says. People can slag him off and be negative. It's two steps back or whatever, which there are valid. There, 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 you can validate those points. There'll be people going to the game now against Watford because Neil Harris is Millwall manager and they want to see just what changes there might be made. And again, a masterstroke. We talk about... I, I, coincidentally we've got to play Watford and Leicester at home now both Watford and Leicester were part of that infamous cup run where we yeah. made it to Spurs in the quarterfinal we beat both of them at home and we but we did you know okay Leicester we were down to 10 men and they had more chances than us but Harris found a way of winning big games he found a way of when the better teams come to town unsettling them you know Teams hated playing us under Neil. You know, the Leeds, the Norwiches, the QPRs. They didn't like it. So I just think um it's a it's a very um it's a very interesting time for Harris to be to be brought in because I feel like some of the games we've got coming up at home are certainly winnable and he's got that experience behind him. So um I, I think that's that's something to keep an eye on. Also to that point, again, yeah, the fans can can relate to Neil Harris. I think Jay mentioned it earlier, you know, first and foremost, he's a Millwall fan. You can see that quite clearly. And it's just the small things he does on the sidelines. And don't forget that time when Jake Cooper scored the equaliser against Everton. And I think there was a, a problem there. And he's asking them to turn the camera off. They keep showing the replay. It was the handball, yeah. wasn't it? it was the handball. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll never forget that. Him screaming up at the, at the box, mm. telling him, what are you doing? Turn it off, turn it off. Just just that, that rawness of, of, of Neil, you know, when he's just so like, you know, one of our own in, in, in that aspect. Um, and I think he'll bring a lot of emotions and passion back into that. And if we do get some full, full houses, which I'm hoping we will do, over the next um, you know, few games, especially at home, we can make that den a fortress again. It hasn't been a fortress since Neil Harris left, let's be honest. And uh, if we're going to pick up any wins, especially at home, we need that place to be rocking and rolling. I reckon we can do that under Neil. We went on some major runs under Neil Harris at home. I think we had like 16 yeah. games unbeaten at home. But we was a real... That, I think that's where the fortress meant to come from. Under yeah. Neil Harris, we were such a force at home. The then was, was just, away from home. We struggled, didn't we, Jay? It was away from home. We struggled, <laughs> and and I think we've been a lot better away from home. I think mm. even under Edwards, we haven't even been that bad away from home. We put some good performances away at Leicester, Watford, Coventry, Preston, was a really good Coventry, half hour, yeah. and, and so on. So I think away from home, the players don't feel as much pressure, um, mm. and they could play a little bit more freely. It's at home the troubles have, have come, but with someone like Harris on the sideline, one of us. I think it will just galvanise the squad for the full 90 minutes. And we will pick up some points at home under the, under the Harris regime now, guaranteed, just based I, I off of so. pure fight and will alone. I really do. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. And again, you know, we spoke earlier on, on this show. It seems like we've been on it for a while. We have been on it for the best part of, um, is it two hours now? But, um, hour and a half. Hour and a half, okay. Yeah. So, again, mixed emotions this morning. You know, when you're hearing about the news, you're thinking, what the hell are we doing? Like, why are we going backwards, you know, when we should be looking at evolving and, and growing as, as a club? But the more I keep thinking about it, the more we talk about it on this show tonight, the more I'm thinking, what a masterclass from, from Millwall, you know, to bring in someone like Neil Harris who's going to galvanise our team, get the fans on board, Get that, get that den pumping again. Yeah, get against Watford next week. And let's be honest, if you're a Watford fan at the moment, you'd be shitting yourself thinking, "Fuck 100%. yeah, here we, here we go." You know, typical. You know, you're absolutely right. Jack. The, the, the needle doesn't move for many fans, and I can understand no. why. But there is only 13 games left. You can't get someone. Give them. They're going to need a month to exactly. get, install their policies, install their regime. You know, meet the players, find out his best formation. We haven't got that time. Now, whilst no. people may not like Neil Harris's football or like the hire, you have to like the direction the club have gone to install that mm. we need the fight right now from, from the get-go, the second 100%. it's announced. And Neil Harris is the only person out there mm. who, who can install that. There is no one else. Completely agree. Completely agree. That's the. I think that's the big thing. It, it, 
Mike's just put here. Never thought I'd hear a masterclass when we were in the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't I, believe that. the words came out of my mouth. I was thinking, what the fuck did I just say just then? <laughs> I, I do think that you do have to take it with a pinch of salt because we are still in a dire situation with our players. You don't know how they're going to react. You don't know how the Southampton game is going to go. And it's not like Neil Harris doesn't have a magic wand. Let's be honest. He's not going to be able to come in and go, right, here we go, lads. We're going to sort it all out and and bang, we're going to win every game. What I would say on the, the fact that you talk about the, the whole master stroke is there's people like us that have gone to home game after home game after home game, and we just don't win. We, we, we just don't win games of football and you leave the ground. I don't know about you guys. I walk back to my car, I go back to my dad and you say, oh, you know, we could have done this. We could have done that. And then the next week it's the same. And the next week it's the same. We, you, it's the same thing week after week. And it's so frustrating. And it, it, all I would say, and, you know, uh, it, it might not work and I'm not stupid enough to just think, oh, it's Neil Harris. He's God. He's magic. He's going to do this. But at least we will be coming out of games thinking, I don't think we could have done much more today or the effort. You won't be questioning the effort or, or you won't be thinking players have, have, have not tried. They will try. If they're beaten, they're beaten and we have to accept that, yeah, but they will try. I'm sorry to jump in, but I've, I've, right. I've said it last week on Saturday. I said it to, we, we've done is that I've been in the stands when we've been pumped five nil. We've cut the players off the pitch because yeah. of the performances have been there. It's not how it's not the losing we could take at Millwall. We're not a massive guy. We know we're not a Barcelona. We lose a lot of football games at Millwall, but we've always been very proud of how we play football. And it's how we're losing these football games. Mm. We lost some games under Harris, but it was never for the want to try. And all them no. players and the management knew what it took to win games of football at Millwall. And it was mm. always forgiven for losing. We have always been a club that as long as you give 110%, we'll accept, we'll accept the outcomes. Yeah. Sometimes we won't, but we'll accept it as long as you play for that shirt. Because playing for the shirt means more than it does at other clubs. And other managers just don't quite get that. And let's make it right. Sheffield Wednesday didn't beat us. If they didn't beat us, we gave them them games. We gave them the goals that they scored. And we fell on our own sword. They didn't push us on it. And Neil Harris will turn that around. And if we get beat, you will have to come and beat us at the den. Because we mm. won't give it to you under New Harris. That's play, the fact. Play, play for that shirt. Play for that shirt. Play for the badge. You hear every club talk about this, but I don't think it matters to your point, there, Joe. I don't think it matters as much as it really does when we all say, you know. And, no, and this stems from, from 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 our generation, from earlier generations. You know, it's always been one of our biggest biggest points is that you know when you play for Mill, you play for the badge. Yeah. And like I said, I haven't heard Rowett. All Joe Edwards mentioned that line that's playing for the badge. The only person I've heard right. say that in recent times is Neil Harris. And it's so refreshing to hear him say it today because that's what's missing. I think we do need that, yep. that passion back. Um, we do have uh, live from Tenerife, eight pints deep, Sumber, Ben Green, Neil Harris, Champions <laughs> League Lions, 2026, 20th first. Um, did, did he, this, did he this, say this, that about uh, Joe Edwards? Uh, yeah, and then he changed it to Adam he, Barrett in the week. I oh, did he? Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, he did. Um, <laughs> just he out did, of interest, he, he? He, I did say to him that I was going to out him and say, if the guys in the comments want to see an eight pints deep, Sumber to hell, Ben in Tenerife, join us live for five minutes. If you just comment yes. Um, it'll, be, that... it'll be redder, redder than Dan, <laughs> won't he? Oh, ben. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, look, I, I, you know, we're talking with, with uh, Southampton's Southampton 7 nil is 151. Less of that. Less of that. Less of that. Um Southampton, man? Uh, the under-18s are 1-1 at the moment for anybody that's oh, um, that's, that's interested. Them. They're, they're still well, going. Missing. Um, I, I just, you know, I'm not, uh, I said this earlier, I'm not, I don't, I'm, I like to think I'm not naive and I, you know, I still think we're going to go to Southampton. It's going to be really well, we tough. They could go, we're obviously fucking yeah, naive, mate. We, we could go <laughs> one nil up, two nil up, uh, but still absolutely get, uh, get, get battered. But the, the big thing and the, the thing that gives me hope is the fact that you boys have been talking about it. We've all been talking about it that there's one man that can walk into the club from day one and get Ooh, it. Yeah. And that's Neil Harris. And he's, he's done it before. Ooh. So I think that's, it's important. And, you know, we've, um, we're talking about, you know, what, what, what style we might play and 
who might play, who might be captain. The question come up earlier about the points that we um, that we might need. I am just in the I'm process going, of I'm going to look bringing up the yeah the championship table. So I believe, apart from <coughs> two teams um, who have played thirty two, everyone else is on thirty three. But the two that haven't, are, are, they're, they're not going to. They're not anything really it's to do with us. And... Oh, and Birmingham, Birmingham, perhaps uh, they're five oh, points okay. ahead of us. But so as it stands, with 33 points from 33 games, uh, 13 games to go, point gap between us and QPR. Realistically, it will go round the table. Dan, we'll start with you. How many points do you think we need to be safe this year? So where do we need to get to? 48, I'll say. So that's 15 points. Joe, any um, any other? I'm, yeah, I'm going for four wins, two draws, which will put us on 47 points. And I think that's very, very achievable, very, very realistic, especially under uh, someone like Harris, who, like I said, he will roll the dice. There will be some games we'll, 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 we'll lose, but I guarantee you he'll definitely win a few as well. And Jay? I'm going to go with 45 points, but a minimum of four wins in that. Hmm. Do you, and okay, so and again, all three of you, Jay, we'll go we'll go back to you first, and we'll go back the the, the way uh, in reverse. Does forty five points keep us up? Yeah, I think it does. I think the only real threat um, are the two below us and the two above us. Um, they've all got to play each other. Looking at the fixtures that are coming out, they've all got similar routes to safety as us. Um, I think forty five for me would be enough. Mm. That's twelve I, points from where we are. Yeah, I can see. Um, I can see like Plymouth dropping straight into that. Yeah, yeah they're, they're in a run of a bad form. Oh, they're mad the struggling. The and mm. um, they've obviously got a small squad as well. And, and we know how, you know, how detrimental it could be to a team when you've got a small squad and you have a few injuries. It really sort of affects affects. I can see them slipping into it. I think Sheffield Wednesday. For all their recent resurgence and get a win over us uh, the other week, I think they're still going to be in there. QPR, possibly they could be in there. Rotherham, yes, fantastic fighting spirit against um, uh, Southampton, um, but they're, they're they're shit. They're they're going down. So I think there's definitely three or four teams that are going to be um, struggling at the bottom there. We, we get sorry, Joe. Wins. That's more like it, Chris. That's more like it. Millwall to win seven <laughs> 0 on Saturday. There we go. There you go. It's more positive. But yeah, <laughs> Millwall definitely going to get a couple of wins. You know, a few wins under the belt, and I think we'll we'll be all right. Definitely. Absolutely. And Dan, just before I come to you, Mickey's in the chat. Look, he's hounding now. Any, please press the like button. Uh, Mickey, <laughs> come and join us. Join us for the last um, last few bits of the show. Uh, lots of other guys coming in with their points. Dan, so we've had 45, 47. Um, realistically, what number do you think keeps whoever it is that finishes full from bottom? What number yeah. do you think it is? I said I said 48, and I think I've just done the maths. I think we're going to get 49. So I think it's going to be very, very close. <laughs> Take that. Positive, Dan. Like that. I know. I, I, yeah, I, I would say... I would say from this point on, realistically, for what it's worth, if you get, if we get anywhere near 15 points from now until the end of the season, by hook or by crook, however you do it, four wins, three draws, whatever, I think that might just be enough because I think the team, there's not only, I think it might have been you, Jay, that said the teams above us, there are some teams that are above us that are in, bad states just like us as well Ooh. so if, if we if this new manager balance does work you will um you, you might see at plymouth as i said earlier stoke i don't think swansea are out of it and traveling to swansea on the last day of the season could be one hell of a <laughs> one hell of an away day plymouth at home the Oof. week before the last home game as well so you know I'm those looking, teams i'm looking at them games at the start of april the huddersfield and rotherham away in the space yeah. of five days <laughs> Yeah, we've got all, all winnable rounds. games. Yeah, all, win, all winnable games as well. You know, we've got you know, Birmingham are five points above us. Looking at the table here, and then teams below them that we've we've still got to play Birmingham. We've still got to play Blackburn. Still got to play Plymouth. Still got to play Swansea. Still got to play Huddersfield. The teams we are trying to catch, mm. we still have to play. And this yeah. is where the Neil Harris, the speech, Effects. the 
the effect the 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 man who's who's tasked with this if he can't do it i don't think there's many out there that, no. that could i'm not saying that the appointment is the best appointment in the world before the comments have abs- absolutely ruined me but if if harris can't get us up for playing birmingham at home saying right come on lads five points behind and win this one we're only two points behind him it's another team mm. we're dragging into it that's that's why neil harris is here that's why he's here, personally. That's, that's, that's the sole reason he's here. Jose Mourinho could be out there and yeah. you would still want Neil Harris to be the one to come into this club because it is all about playing for this shirt, fight mm. and pride for these last 13 games. It's got nothing to do with being a great manager, a tactician and 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 uh, having this great style of football. This is a dogfight. There is no one better out there. Mm. Absolutely. Completely agree. Sorry, I'm really sorry, but Mickey's just that. Uh, Jay looks a bit like me, but not as pretty. Jay, don't have that. <laughs> don't have that, <laughs> mate. More, there's a bit more on top. Yeah. <laughs> it's because Jay's working nights, you see. That's why uh, he looks more like Mickey. I'm refreshed at the moment. Yeah, catch me in four hours and I'll be, I'll, I'll be dead as a donut. Yeah. Guys, we're, we're sort of... Um, coming towards the end you know we did this I, as i said earlier i i'd said to oh, hold on jay is like miss world compared to you mickey there we go you've got the support of the fans <laughs> i've got support i've got some yeah. exactly <laughs> guys can, can i just say can i just say right for those that are going to watch me all the way to southampton either you watch it on a on a dodgy stream could you imagine right the first minute harris walks out we're all singing super super neil harris 10 minutes in we go one nil up could you imagine the hairs, <laughs> the hairs on the back yeah. of your fucking neck? What that would do to our our, our, our supporters, yeah. the players, the club, everything about it. The question is, yeah, we need to hang on to that. But I can see us doing yeah. that. It doesn't. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me if we go one nil up, take it to them, and we're like, fucking hell, here we go. You know, we're we're we're, 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 we're going to win this one. You know, and it wouldn't one surprise thing, me at all. One thing I'm also as well is um, I saw. I saw someone on Twitter. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna name and shame anyone. But I saw someone on Twitter saying um, Harris has been doing them like free fist pumps that like Klopp does when he wins a game at Cambridge. And I saw someone say on Twitter. <laughs> I saw um, him uh, do that actually at Cambridge. Yeah. Some, someone yeah. said earlier, I'd love to see him do this down Millwall. And someone was like, No, if he does that, someone should run on the pitch and chin him. He's already bringing back <laughs> the original. He's getting the original Millwall spirit back to us. That's what Jesus. I like. Even in times of desperation, they still can't, you know, let it go, can they? You know, but, you know listen, they're calling for unity. That is, that is uniting <laughs> the fan base. Absolutely. There's not another, there's not another manager it. who would do that. There really isn't. And no. like I said, this is not about formations, style of play, who's going to play. Or what mm. one thing we do know is that that team from now till the end of the season will give 150%, and the fans will be 150% on side. And yeah. that is the unity that the club spoke about. That's the unity that, that's needed, and it will mm. see us through to the end of the season. No one else could do it. it. Well, I was I was just about to say, can we have some final words of wisdom and positivity from everyone? Jay, has already, Jay has, already, <laughs> has already started us off. Joe, um, can I have your final thoughts, please? You know what? I think I kind of burnt myself out a little bit of the positivity of this show. So <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sort of scraping, scraping the barrel here a little bit. But no, you know, like I said to you before, you know, we've got we've got a chance here, guys. You know, we've got an opportunity. Um, it's been presented to us. Uh, whether we agree or we don't agree with it, I, you know, as we all discussed, I think Neil Harris is the best man to get us out of the situation we're in at the moment. Uh, the players are either going to run with him or they're not going to run with him. If they don't run with him, guess what? They ain't going to play much for the remainder of the season. So we're going to have players first and foremost that are going to play for the badge is what Neil Harris wants and what he said. That's a positive straight away in my eyes, yeah? He's going to go a bit direct. Yes, the football isn't going to be sexy as, as we like to sort of see it, but what we are going to get <clears> is passion. <throat> we're going to play on the front foot. We're going to take it to teams. We're going to be nasty. We're going to be aggressive. And ultimately, we're going to go there to beat these teams and win games, which is what we need. We only need four, four or five wins. We said that already. Four wins or a few draws. Eight, eight mission impossible. We can do it, but we need to play our part. The fans will get behind the team, have to get behind Harris and make the den, as we discussed earlier, a fortress. If we can do that, then I'm sure the players will, will, will deliver for us on the pitch. Absolutely. Dan, some, some uh, final words of wisdom, positivity, whatever you like. 
Yeah, I mean, he should have got should let Dan go middle. He could be in the shit sandwich, couldn't he? Yeah, no, listen, just kind of echo what the other two have said. We know we're going to get a Millwood team that's going to run for a brick wall for the rest of the season, and that's what we that's what we want, that's what we need where we are right now. So let's get behind the boys. I'm looking forward to getting down to Southampton and seeing that first super nil on Saturday. Can we get a fist bump off you, Dan? Can we get a few of these? Absolutely not, mate. I will answer you first so Harris back today is Mickey back on Friday I believe he is back ready to go for the Southampton game um, for for me um, we don't know if the appointment is going to be successful we don't know if it's going to be a masterstroke we don't really know too much but what we do know is that Neil Harris will have these players fighting for the badge Neil Harris was a hero of mine. I'm sure he's a hero of, of a lot of people, similar age to me growing up. And great, great a hero guy. is returning to try and save the club. Um, I'm going to finish up. Firstly, thank you for everyone that's tuned in. The numbers that have been on this have been phenomenal for us. Um, thank you all so much. If you can like and subscribe, we've got through all the comments. We, we do try and get them all up on the stage, uh, up on the screen, sorry. So thank you very much. Um, Jay, Joe and Dan, thank you very much for joining me. Um, we are back on Friday. We've got Chat with Chaps coming out, obviously, after the Southampton game. There's loads of stuff going up on across all the socials. So please like, subscribe, follow us, all of that good stuff. I'm going to leave you all with a video that I took myself on the 18th of February 2017. I'm pretty sure most of you will probably know what that date was and what happened. But if you don't, it was the day that Millwall beat the champions of England 1-0 at the Den. And towards the end of the game, this is how it went. And as Come Dan on. said earlier, Whoa. that, that first Super Neil Harris on Saturday will be there in Southampton. We will see you on Friday night. And let's back those boys. Go on, you Lions. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. Talk Sport, powered by fans.